So you've been a nurse for a little while, you love taking care of people, and you want to advance your career. What do you pick? Nurse practitioner, nursing informatics, nurse anesthesia, or maybe go to med school. You've been thinking about starting the program for a while. You just don't know if you have enough information to make that big decision. Well, it's time. You found the place where you can get that information. Hello and welcome. This is the first episode of Student CRNA Podcast. I'm your host, Jag. Let's talk anesthesia. Alright, before we get started, here's the disclaimer. Anything we talk about during this podcast is meant for entertainment and education purposes only. I don't intend to hurt any person or organization's feelings. My goal is to simply give my opinions based on my own experiences. I will do my best to avoid talking anesthesia politics. During the course of this podcast, I am not representing an organization or I'm affiliated with any organization besides the website studentcrna.com. And full disclosure, I don't have any anesthesia sponsors currently that I'm financially obligated to promote. I hope you get the information you're looking for and enjoy your time here. Welcome. Alright guys, so I'm going to talk a little bit about my journey through CRNA school, um, how I got to know about nurse anesthesia, how my admission process was, how my interview was give you some more understanding of how the process is. I graduated from nursing school when I was 20. I worked as a nurse for about three years, off of which only six months I did in med surge before I moved to ICU. At that time, the nursing market was a lot different than it probably is now. I'm sure the demand's there, but at that time, it was a lot easier for you to move from uh, med surge, let's say, to ICU as a new grad. So I was able to do that. I didn't know anything about nurse anesthesia. I started working in ICU and I was enjoying it, but I was looking for the next thing that I wanted to do after that. In the meantime, I was doing my bachelor's while I was still thinking about what route I want to take. I thought about nurse practitioner, I thought about nursing informatics, and I thought about going back to med school. So I started studying about for my MCATs, and then um, I was still kind of in an indecisive phase where I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then one of the intensivists I worked with, he suggested me looking into the field of anesthesia and being a CRNA. And he told me, well, you already have your bachelor's, you already have your BSN. This is a master's degree. Maybe it's something you will be interested in looking into. He really wanted me to look into it, which I'm glad he was. So I I researched a little more. I was interested in what it was offering. I'm very hands-on type of person, so it seemed like it would be something that I would enjoy. So I wanted to know more about it, and I started shadowing an anesthesiologist. I did that for a week or so, and I really liked it. So once I got done with that, I applied for the CRNA school and then waited for the interview call, which I did. They had, I think, 50 interview. They selected students from that. My interview process was more intimidating to get to, but I think it wasn't as intimidating as people make, make it to be. Again, that's different for every school, so you may be going to the one that will ask you different questions, of course. They're not going to ask the same ones, and they may be more focused on medical stuff than they were on personal like mine. But anyways, I was interviewed by three CRNAs. It was very personal. You know, it didn't, didn't seem intimidating. They asked some general questions on why I want to be a CRNA, which I think is one of the most important questions you should ask yourself as to why you really want to do this. They asked me a few medical questions, nothing out of the ordinary. There were some that I didn't even know. 
about um, I hadn't obviously worked in anesthesia I didn't I wasn't as detailed about my answers on some of the things and I think they kind of expect that so they asked me about my ICU experience what kind of ICU experience I've had and I mentioned that to them they asked me a little bit about my upbringing and also what my hobbies were so there were questions that were totally unrelated to anesthesia as well which that was sort of my interview it lasted about 30 minutes they were very nice i left the interview room i went out to the cafeteria one of the interviewers he came back once i saw him later on and he told me i'll see you next year so i left on a very positive note that day already kind of having an idea that i might be getting into the program now there were a lot of people there that had a lot more experience than than me I think that's not the sole thing they look for. They look for other to why you're motivated, how long you've been out of school. So once I found out that I was in the program, I still looked for more ICU experience. I changed the job over to county hospital and tried to do more things. But I honestly don't think that mattered much. Um, it is good for you to have good ICU experience if you've dealt with a lot of unstable patients. It obviously translate well into your CRNA career. But in general, most of the jobs that at least I've been to, even though there are a lot of uh, unexpected patients that go unstable on you in anesthesia, possibly. But um, I think it's it's something you don't see as as often in a CRNA field as you would. Medications that you use in ICU are always good to know. Once I started my CRNA school, um, I did the front-loaded program, which means that I did my didactic portion before I did my clinicals. The other option that you have as a student is to do integrated programs where you do part clinicals and part didactic. My personal opinion, front-loaded is a little better, but then again, it's just probably because I did it. I think as a mentor, though, when I have students from front-loaded and integrated programs, I think it's a little easier to do that with front-loaded because you can't expect them to know any of the questions you can ask them. They should be able to respond back with an answer. But with integrated program they may not have had that topic discussed yet so it kind of makes it a little easier for you to go into a clinical when you're kind of at least exposed to all the possibilities possible topics that you might be dealing with on clinicals so that's one reason why i kind of like front-loaded that again you know if you're in an integrated program and you enjoy it and you have other reasons please feel free to share since i personally didn't go through it maybe it's kind of biased on my side I did my uh, prerequisites and then the first few classes that we took uh, in the CRNA program were anatomy. Which it was very detailed. We had a good cadaver lab, so I enjoyed it a lot. I, I think that was one of the best classes I had. Biochemistry was the hardest for me. Before I started my classes, the seniors, I had had a chance to talk to them. I sat in a class before my school year was about to start. And I asked them what they thought was the most difficult co class at that time when they were in school. Quite a few of them had said biochemistry. And it was definitely the hardest for me. I got through it. I needed a lot of help. That was my most difficult one. Then we also had biophysics. And then once that all, and physiology, once that all was done, then we went into the anesthesia courses. They were um, quite a bit self-taught. The most important thing that I think the student, a student in CRNA program can do for their own career to make them be a better student and even a better CRNA is to open the book and learn in more details than the school is teaching you. My school was already pretty straightforward with that. They wanted you to learn on your own. Looking back at it, I thought that's the best thing that happened. 
because it made me learn a lot more in detail than I would have just from PowerPoint. And it helped me in clinicals because I could give a more detailed answer to my preceptors and they were happier with that than I would have just been like that wasn't on the PowerPoint. So you can't expect that. You know, you have to really put in the time and you really need to work on it because your instructors in your didactic portion might not ask you the question. Your boards might might not ask you the questions. But you may still have to answer to a mentor that asks you a question that's more detailed. And, you know, it always makes you look good if you're better at it. And in general, I think you should know everything you do in a very detailed manner. And that helps. So once I got done with my didactic portion, we started clinicals. Um, I really enjoyed it from day one. And I think the best thing I did during clinicals was only focus on getting the most number of cases, putting myself in all kinds of cases that I didn't even know if I was going to do once I graduated or not, because I wanted to have the most experience. That's the mo one thing that I think I would recommend to clinical students is to focus on every clinical site that you go to as a job interview. You need to have that in mind because you want to show them that you're trying to do your best. You have good work ethic. Nothing else, you will get a reference out of it once you're done with the program. Because the CRNE community is very small, so you want to make sure that you put the best of you and you know make sure that you work the hardest. And on top of that, it will help you out later on when you graduate because then you can have the experience and the confidence to be able to do your own thing. And that was my goal. So guys, that was basically an overview of my journey through this CRNA school. I know that wasn't very detailed, but I just wanted to give you a little teaser on how CRNA programs can be. I want to ask if you have any questions, be sure to leave them in the comments so I can discuss them. I'm trying to get more focused questions so I can answer them than me ranting off for hours. So anything you think that I missed that you would like to know more about, be sure to leave it in the comments on the Facebook page and I'll be happy to add those in for the next time so we can have a more detailed discussion of the, your questions so as you can already tell there are a lot of factors that influence your decision on becoming a CRNA in general any kind of profession you choose you have to consider a lot of things that are important later on in your life you look back at it you feel like that you made the right decision some of them are financial some of them are job satisfaction related the work that you do if it makes a difference these are all some good things to consider so a lot of people that were involved in guiding me the right direction at the right time, and I'm really thankful to them. It's always really stressful when you're about to make a major life decision where you may have to drastically change your life in order to improve it one day. Accepting the financial burden that comes with it and then the time and effort it takes, you have to really be sure that this is the right thing for you. So in that sense, I feel very blessed that I had the support and I was making the decision with a lot of help and I feel like I want to share that with others. So here are some of the things that I considered at the time of applying to CRNA school and I realized as to why CRNA program was the way to go for me. Again this is just kind of my opinions on why I felt like uh, looking back at it even there's some things that I added to the list that kind of worked out without me knowing but um, there's some things I considered on my own self to kind of make sure that this was the right thing for me to go for. Number one that I liked about being a CRNA was flexibility of the job. I think CRNAs are allowed many opportunities to continue learning once they're even in the field. You can work in different subspecialties like orthopedics, obstetrics, pediatrics, cardiac even, neurologic, anesthesia, all at the same, same time pretty much. Let's say you want to switch from the hospital you're working at, they have 
usually multiple subspecialties operating at the same time. You want to do something else the next day. It's generally that easy for you to be able to switch and do something totally different than what you did yesterday. Now, obviously, if you have five specialties that you rotate through, you may still get kind of tired of it, but it still gives you a little break from something that is a little difficult versus something that's more enjoyable. Um, so I do enjoy that. This helps you getting from, you know, from being burnt out and doing the same thing over and over. Another thing that I think that I really enjoy about being a CRNA is the very hands-on practice. Um, it's a hands-on career. You do various procedures multiple times throughout the day. I mean, I know it's a simplified version of what your job really is, but it still adds a lot to your work if you're a hands-on type of person. You know, you do intubations, you do spinals, sometimes even central lines and arterial line, depending on where you work. I think that's that's another thing that I enjoy. I I don't mind the brain work behind it, the mental workout that you get, but I do enjoy the the daily hands-on stuff that you get to do with anesthesia. And the other thing that I think is one of the most important things for me is that you can look back at your patient's anesthesia journey for the day and you can really tell how they did and how they're going to do once they're done with the procedure. You basically start off with the patient in the beginning of the case, you pre-op him, make an appropriate plan for the anesthesia care, and then you conduct that plan you make sure they wake up without pain or with the least amount of pain. And then same with nausea and make sure they don't have complications and they go home feeling better than they came in generally because most of the patients that you help out, they're having something to do with whatever the procedure they're having done is why they're there or not feeling good. So taking care of that problem through surgery and then you helping them out through anesthesia is really a fulfilling way of looking at it that you help out a lot of people that way. So it's really rewarding for me to see patients feel better after surgery and they're heading home in better shape usually than they arrive. So that's one big plus. Number four, that's almost always up there with this profession is a salary. You do have a good paying job. There are little variabilities in depending on where you work as to what amount you're going to get paid. Generally, the bigger cities, even though this is changing a little bit, generally the bigger cities are the ones that pay you the poorest just because of demand and supply. There are a lot of people that want to live in uh, metropolitans and they want to have the location benefit of being in a bigger city. They have families. So sometimes I think that leads to people compromising a little bit on their uh, on their value and the, their salary. But that's that doesn't mean that you don't get paid well. So in general, salary is always the one that people look at. Even um, most people will go to CRNA school for that, even though I don't think that's the best way to look at it. But that's another big aspect of why I chose it. So let's say you're getting into nursing to be a CRNA. How should you plan your pathway towards being a CRNA? Well, first things first, it's a step-by-step -step process that requires a lot of commitment and hard work. You're going to need to put in the work. As a nursing student, it's important to stay focused on learning what you're being taught at that time, and it will come handy later on in your career. I strongly believe a caring nurse makes for a great CRNA. Once you get through the nursing school, be sure to look at the requirements of the school you plan to attend and start working on them immediately. Sometimes plans don't work out and that's alright, just keep pushing. You may take a little longer, for example, to get an ICU job, you may have to change your course a bit to achieve what you set out to achieve. 
Secondly, know what you're getting into. I highly stress doing a self-analysis before you apply for CRNA school that helps you out as to why you're doing it. Even if it's for a little bit of time, you need to really understand that you're doing it for the right reason. It's good that you're stopping by here to learn more about the field itself, but I highly recommend, for example, shadowing a CRNA to gain a better understanding of how their day-to-day -day life is. Ask the tough questions and don't focus on alone on the pros. Also know your reason for getting into the program. You always want to make sure that you're actually going to be enjoying the profession. I don't recommend having money as the primary motivator because trust me, that excitement is like buying a new car. It quickly fades away and then you're not really sure about the whole situation. And finally, talk to your family and discuss the sacrifices that come with being a CRNA student. It's not easy. It's not meant to be easy. It requires discipline and requires a lot of hard work as you're taking care of people. You cannot undercut the process and you need to be fully focused towards putting in a lot of time and effort to learn the most you can through the school. Your goal is to be comfortable being an independent practitioner graduating from a CRNA school. There will be a lot of financial stress at times, possibly having to move to different locations for clinical rotations and sleepless nights studying for the upcoming exams. You will need to be ready for those changes and make the adjustments that are required for you to get through. Well guys, that was the first episode. I know it's short, but it was intended to be that way so you can learn a bit about my journey. I just had my 6th anniversary as a CRNA in November and I'm still loving it. This has been my plan for a while to help expand on the student CRNA website and blog that you enjoy so much and 2020 seemed like the best time to start. I get a lot of questions about how it's like to be a CRNA and what's the best way to be one so I figured it would be the best way to answer these questions. My goal with this podcast is to improve your access to the knowledge that can help you get to your goal. There are a lot of topics I plan to address, but the best thing you can help me out with is leave suggestions in the comment section on the Student CRNA Facebook page as to what topic you would like for me to discuss next. I also plan on having different guests to help expand on certain topics and give you a more detailed insight of how it's like to be a CRNA. These will include, for example, new SRNAs, new graduate CRNAs, DNP versus master CRNAs, and many more. Your feedback really is the backbone of this project, so please share your thought and keep supporting. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <music>